أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وعلمنا ما ينفعنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب رب إشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد My dear most respected brothers and sisters السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته May the peace and blessings of Almighty Allah be with each and every one of you Today we continue from our previous discourse on the virtues of the sacred month of the Hijjah. Based on the hadith of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, in which he says, مَا مِنْ أَيَّامٍ الْعَمَلُ الصَّالِحُ فِيهَا أَحَبُّ إِلَى اللَّهِ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْأَيَّامِ There are no days in which good deeds are more loved by Allah than in these days, meaning the first 10 days of the month of the Hijjah. And we mentioned in our previous discourse two specific points of good deeds that we can do in this blessed month of the Hijjah and specifically during the first 10 days of the Hijjah and the following three days as well uh, that are referred to as Ayyamu Tashriq, the 11th, 12th and 13th of the month of the Hijjah. The first of which we said, for those who are able, they should perform the Hajj and Umrah in this period of time and this is the great greatest of the good deeds that we can do. And the Prophet tells us of the blessings of the Umrah or the lesser pilgrimage in the hadith which states Al-Umratu ila al-Umrati kafaratun lima baynahuma aw kama qala alayhi salatu wassalam that one Umrah to another Umrah is forgiveness for what comes in between in other words you perform Umrah and then hasten to perform another Umrah when you get the opportunity to do so and then whatever comes in between is forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of our shortcomings and our sins and the Prophet alayhi salatu continued saying and the Mabrur Hajj the Hajj which is free from mistakes, from uh, evil actions, from lewdness, from corruption, from wrong deeds, from disputations and quarrels. 
then that Hajj is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the special reward or the only reward that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has for this is his Jannah. Laysa lahu jaza'un illa al-Jannah. It is the Jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a reward for the Mabrur Hajj or the accepted Hajj which is performed in conformity with the way and the sunnah and the teachings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then the second point we mentioned <coughs> is the observance of siyam, of fasting in uh, this period of time uh, to fast for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made fasting or siyam uh, a unique act of ibadah. In, in the Hadith Qudsi, he says that all the actions, all the good deeds of the children of Adam are for them. Except saum, except fasting, it is for me. And I will reward it in whatever way I want. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has removed any limits uh, for the reward that he promises for fasting for his sake and pleasure. He says in, in the Hadith Qudsi that my servants have, li have uh, given, off, given, uh, given away or has uh, left off uh, food and drink and the pleasures of the dunya for his sake, for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so he rewards them. Uh, in, in whatever way he wants without any uh, limits or limitations. And so this fasting is, is a unique ibadah with respect to its this specific reward that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned. And in another hadith, the Prophet wasalam talks about the effect of our fasting on uh, being saved from the punishment of the fire of hell. And so the Prophet said that for every day, for each day of fasting that we observe for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah removes us from the fire of hell a distance of 70 years. A distance of 70 years we are removed from the fire of hell for each day of fasting we do for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so it is highly recommended for us to observe these days of the hijjah as days of fasting the specific prohibition uh, we mentioned in our previous discourse is the fasting on the day of eid the day of eid is is not a day of fasting it's prohibited to fast on the day of eid uh, other than that uh, we would fast the other days of the month of the hijjah and especially these uh, first nine days and if we are not able to fast all the nine days, uh, then fast as many of them as we can. And if that is not possible, then at least the minimum should be to fast on the day of Arafat. The day of Arafat, the fasting on that day is uh, rewarded uh, in the hadith of the Prophet he mentions uh, the fast on the day of Arafat is forgiveness for the preceding year and the following year. So two years of forgiveness for one day of fasting. Such is the amazing mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The third point we want to mention today is the importance of engaging in dhikr, in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during this, these special days of the month of Dhul-Hijjah, which is the 12th and final month of the Islamic year, the last month of the Islamic year. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran in Surah Al-Baqarah, وَذَّكُرُوا اللَّهَ فِي أَيَّامِ مَعْدُودَاتِ And remember Allah 
during the appointed days or during the specific days. And the scholars have mentioned that this refers to the first 10 days of the Hijjah. Others have said that it refers to Ayyam al-Tashriq, which are the following three days uh, in the month of the Hijjah, the 11th, 12th, and 13th uh, days of the month of the Hijjah. To engage profusely in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَذْكُرُوا and remember Allah. Engage in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mention the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala much in these uh, special days, in these virtuous days that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala love for us to do good deeds therein.